This is episode number eight of the Lean Into Life podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Ann, and this is where we have hard conversations about life, personal growth, and self-love that will inspire you to live your best life. Today, I'm joined with my very dear friend, Emily Vilsack, and we're talking about how we've really been struggling with hustle and grind and learning how to slow down and rest. So let's dive in. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I am joined by one of my newest good friends, Emily Vilsack, and she is a the founder of a marketing agency called Eve Communications. I'll let her dive in a little bit more about that. But I also, I'm going to say that you're a writer as well. You've been writing on Medium and I love <laughs> your articles so much. Um, we've connected and that's how we came together was through a writing course, Hello Writer, through Julia Rose. Um, but first and foremost, thank you so much for joining me today, Emily. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm really excited for us to dive in because I know we've had such great conversations and things that we've really resonated on. And and that's why I'm really excited to have you here to really dive into this whole like aspect of like staying busy and mainly like this hustle and grind, which I, I know that we're both working through this. So we're a work in progress. But first and foremost, I'd love for you to just introduce yourself. Like, who is Emily today? Yeah, Emily today. Uh, like you said, I'm the founder of Eve Communications. I also have been doing some writing on my day job. I'm a VP of Marketing and Communications for the Leftovers Foundation, which is a food rescue charity across Canada. Um, and yeah, I've been doing a lot of resting, a lot of reading, a lot of writing and hobbies, which was not Emily six months ago. Yeah. So what, like what changed, like what, I guess the question is, and this is really inspired by your article that you posted. I think it was like one of the first ones that you posted in the writing course, which is unlearn hustle and grind to relearn rest. It is so good. And I was rereading it to like, even just come back to it for like the direction and the focus of this conversation with you. So for everyone, you have to go and check it out. It is so good. But who was Emily prior to six months ago, prior to this moment of like, I got to like stop and I got to rest and I got to like slow down. Like who, take me back to where, where did you even like develop this? Yeah. So Emily uh, in the past was working like 60, 70 hour weeks, um, not resting, not exercising, not eating well, not having time for my family and my friends and my communities. I just like really threw myself into work. Um, and I think it all really stemmed from I grew up in a very successful household. My my lots of my family members are university graduates. They run their own businesses. They're wealthy. They're successful. And so I was already always surrounded by that. And I wasn't really ever surrounded by rest and and so I think it was kind of innate in mm. in my upbringing like it was kind of a part of me um and then the thing that changed it all was a year after the pandemic be- 
began. So in April 2021, I got a call that I was laid off from one of my jobs. So that just freed up 20 hours a week in my schedule. So that was kind of a turning point. Yeah. So how did, but how did that feel for you? Was it initially like, oh, great, now I can make time for myself? Or like, what would take me through what that looked like for you? Yeah, no, it was, it was not great at the beginning because I think a lot of my identity rested on my work and rested on my mm. success and my reputation. I think I had built a reputation for myself that was all surrounded by success and no rest. Like that was who I was. And it literally became my identity. And so I I tried, you know, the Instagram approved self-care methods, like <laughs> face masks, essential oils. And I was like, okay, this is deeper than like surface level self-care. I really need to like dig in the why. Like, why do I not? Mm-hmm. Why can I not rest? And so, oh, wow. yeah, it was not easy at the beginning, but I really started to have a bit of a more routine, I guess. Yeah. I resonate so much. Oh my goodness. I feel like I have tried the endless create a morning routine and it's like I do it for maybe a couple days and then I'm like, no, I need to get to my computer because I have to do this, 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 and this. And it's always like this even too. I feel like, and that's why I feel like I resonate so much because it's like, creating this identity around, okay, I do this and I achieve this. And it's like, okay, now what? What's next? Like, what's the next thing that I'm going to go to? Yeah. I had an an experience that like about two years ago, I was still in university and I had kind like I had, I had a perfect plan. I'm like a list maker, a planner. I had a perfect plan where I wanted to be in my career when I was like 30 And a couple Mm -hmm. of years ago, when I was finishing my degree, I hit those career goals. And like my identity was so attached to that. And I was like, what's next? And I think that was another wake up call that I had. Like, like what, once you hit that, that goal, and you've gotten that success, do you just keep striving for more and more success? And then it becomes a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And you don't even stop and and take a moment to take it in. That's exactly. what I think what I found was it, even from like I think the start of me even writing my book and it was like, okay, it's done. Now I'm going to go on to the next thing. And I didn't even allow myself to sit in it yeah. and to really celebrate that. And that's why – and that's, that's why I feel like we miss. Like we're just like the next, the next, the next. And we're so freaking hard on ourselves. Yeah, totally. And I think – I think one thing that I've really come to learn is how to be content. Like a Mm. feeling of being content is really beautiful. And I don't think I've ever had that. Like I've always been happy with my successes in my life, but I've always been striving for more and more success. And now I can be, I can sit and kind of take a step back and just be alone with my thoughts and be really happy and content with where I am in my life. Oh, I think I like that. I think that's what I'm learning and being in this moment. Because I think for me, one of the biggest things that I realized is like, I kind of did this, had that same approach. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I on this go, go, go? And then why do I feel guilty when I take a, a, a yeah. second to breathe and to myself mm-hmm. or even 
spend time with family. Why do I feel guilty when I do that? Yeah. And it was simply because, you know, coming from this place of like, I got to prove and I got to show up and I got to do and, and do, 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 and that's it. Yeah. And I think if it's hard to take a step out of that cycle and break that, Mm -hmm. but I think what you realized and what I've realized is when you start to take a step back and breathe and rest a little bit more, you know, it's more laughing, it's more community time, it's more happiness and joy. And I think I have stronger relationships than I have ever had because like community and connection, it's something that I say in the, in the post, but it's community and connection don't fit in little blocks of your calendar. You can't, you can't squeeze relationship. You can't squeeze connection into your calendar. I got chills to hear you say that because I feel like, and this is very recent for me, which I know is very recent for you too. But for me, it's like been three weeks, that's it, that I've on the weekend made a very conscious decision to not work on my business and take a break and actually spend my evenings with family because I hadn't been doing that. And be, when you're so go, 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 and my my boyfriend and I have realized this because we're the same, we're, like, we're both entrepreneurs, you realize that you hang out and then a couple weeks go by and you're like, how did a month go by? And I haven't seen these people. I haven't seen my family. I haven't seen my parents. Like it's so wild. And I'm, I'm so glad that I almost had this moment of realization because I know now I can't go back. I can't unknow this like pattern and and this thought. And I love that you brought up what you just said about the calendar, because it's such a powerful section in in that article because and you talk about how saying yes also meant saying no to the people that meant the most to me. Yeah. And I'm like yeah. It yeah. it hits so deep. And like I I would fit my friends in first and I would like leave out my family and I know. I just I'm I'm really close with my family and and we get along really well and I love them so much and I just wasn't giving them like the time and also the energy that they deserve like it like sure I would see them you know I'd fit them in for a dinner here or there but then I'd be exhausted and I'd be too yeah. focused on my work and we'd be talking about work and after I made this transition and started working less I think people were like a little shocked that they'd call or FaceTime or we'd go, go go grab a drink and and I wasn't talking about, you know, the recent success that I had had. And like, that's yeah. sad that that was surprising for them. Yeah. And so what, like, how are you feeling now? Like, how have you slowed down? Because I feel like that's one of the hardest things for people to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's still hard. Yeah. I mean – I'm still learning. It's only been like a few months that I've been doing this. Um, I I don't like routine. I don't like routine, but I really like rhythms. So I think mm-hmm. like I've really recognized rhythms in my day. Like when when I need to take rest, I take rest. And I've realized working less that I'm actually more productive when I do work because in the mornings I go for a walk. I, I read in the mornings. I like I 
basically I went right from university to working 60, 70 hour weeks. Mm -hmm. So I never read and I love reading. Like, you know, when you're in university, you're reading textbooks, then you're working a ton and you don't read. And now I always have a nonfiction and a fiction on the go at all times. So I read in the mornings. Um, I take breaks during the day, which was something I never did. And Mm-hmm. I think I had enough time to realize that this is the lifestyle that I want. I do want to incorporate rest into my life long term. And and when my job recalled me back to work after my temporary layoff, I, I said that I wasn't going to be going back. And it wasn't anything against them. It's a wonderful organization. It was just a decision for my own mental health. And I think it was for sure the right decision for me. Yeah, I remember when we were like rooting you on. We were so in the, in the writing course. We were just like, yes, like don't do it. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And I just – I love that. Like I, I love seeing people have this confidence to say no. Like it's so easy for us to say yes all the time, every day. Like sure, I'll do that. Sure, I'll just take this on. And that aspect of saying no is one of the hardest things that we can do. And we don't, we also don't have to explain ourselves either when we choose to say no. Like if you really need a night to yourself and you're saying no to a, I don't know, a gathering with friends, like that's okay. That's cool. Yeah. And I think through this period of rest, I've also realized that I was a for sure busyaholic. And I wrote another Mm -hmm. article about that, that like, I would just pack my days so full that I was exhausted. And like, I'm an extreme, extreme extrovert. And I do think I've, I've learned the power of rest over the pandemic and over the course of the lockdown. But at the same time, I think people like us, we use the pandemic as a time to be like, okay, well, we can't gather with friends. Great. More time to work. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, me too. That's exactly what I did. Oh my oh, gosh. No. Yeah. So it's it's not easy. It's it's not easy to to give that space. Do you find that when you would pack your days, did you find that you were less creative? Cause that was a realization for me recently that I was I was the same. Like it was like, okay, I'm time blocking all the things that I have to do. Yeah. At this time I'm gonna do this, and then once that time is up, I'm gonna move to the next thing. I'm gonna move to the next thing. And I was, there was no creativity happening at all. And I realized that it's because I wasn't giving myself space to be creative. That's a great point. And I think you, you totally have the right idea there. And I experienced it too. Like when you have time to breathe and think and, you know, brainstorm and journal or doodle or whatever, like a little creative outlet is that, you wouldn't necessarily schedule into your calendar. I think mm-hmm. that's where really powerful moments for creativity or writer's block or figuring out your next marketing campaign, you know, like that's where that's where those ideas come to life. And I think just with community and connection, I think you can't fit creativity into a calendar block either. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. You can't. You can say, oh, I'm going to write my article from this time to this time. Sure. But to be able to write that article, you need to give yourself thinking and dreaming time, I think. Mm -hmm. And that's what I find even just going for walks on a regular basis. 
has allowed me to do. Like I, I have a hard time just not like, I love listening to a podcast. That is my perfect time to be listening to a podcast and especially something that I know resonates with me and always it sparks something. Yeah. It always sparks an idea, something to either write about, something to post about, even a podcast episode. Like it just sparks something inside of me. And I wouldn't have that if I wasn't giving myself that space and time to go for a walk. Yeah. And then that benefits because it's a win-win. You're giving yourself the exercise that you need. Yeah. And do you, do you like something that I found, and I'm curious if you find this too, like, does that walk help you fight that need to like get to your computer and start working right away? Mm, I think it does. Yeah. I think it really alleviates that like anxiousness sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and I feel like sometimes you have to – like at the beginning when you are like relearning this new – and integrating this new habit really, it's going to take time. It's not going to be easy. Of course not. Yeah. You're going to probably feel a little anxious when you're like, oh my God, I have so many things to do, but I'm going to go for this walk anyways. And I think it's kind of counterintuitive, but what I did was I had to start by packing my schedule with types of rest, which is hilarious because like I'm like obsessed with my calendar. So my first week, it looked super busy. Like my first week after getting laid off, I had Mm -hmm. to go like walk 7.30 to 8.30 a.m., read 8.30 to 9.15, like I had to do that for myself and now it's not it's not that severe. It's more like free flowing. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think like practices like walking and resting and I started doing morning pages, which is a practice of mm-hmm. three three pages or 20 minutes of stream of consciousness writing. Um and that really also helped me fight the urge to get to my computer. Because then at least you get it out, right? Sometimes I feel rushed to get to my computer so I can write down all the things in my head. But then at least it's in your journal. And yeah, I found that really powerful as well. Yeah. I think that, you know, sometimes when we go from this moment of, we almost try and take the same approach. Like I feel like hustle and grind is like the go, go, go. And it's the do, do, do. And it's, and then when we recognize that we need more rest, we try and almost bring in the same Totally. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like we're trying to have that same approach with it when it's supposed to be the complete opposite. So even just, you know, we try to say, okay, I'm going to do this at this time. This is going to be my morning routine. And I tried that too. I tried. I was like, okay, my morning routine is going to be wake up at seven. And then by 730, I'm going to go and work out. And then by eight, I'm going to like laid out to a T and it never worked. Never. And now all I do is I don't do anything. I don't touch my computer. I don't do any work before 10 a.m. That gives me a good two hours. If I feel like writing that morning, I'm going to write. If I feel like going a walk that morning, I'm going to go for a walk. If I feel like reading, I'm going to read. If I feel like just sitting out on my patio, on my balcony, and just hanging out for a a little bit, I'm going to do that. And it's just like that regular check-in with yourself. Like, what do I need right now? What would make me happy and feel good to do right now. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be so rigid where I have to work out every single day. Like we need to like stop trying to bring that same energy that we bring to the hustle and grind to 100%. Rest. 100%. And I uh that's so funny. I 
I literally had the same experience and I had to write, I call it my Marie Kondo list. (laughs) So I like had to write a list of like restful practices that brought me joy so that Mm. in the morning, if I was like, I need to get to my computer, I could just look at my list and be like, no, you don't. You can go for a walk. You can read. You can write. You can cook a really nice breakfast and do the dishes, you know? Yeah. I think, and you made a good point a little earlier too, is that, and I've experienced the same thing that I'm actually more productive in a fewer amount of hours. A hundred percent. And that is, and I, I was actually writing this today when I was like writing my my morning thoughts, like to get to a place where I, I acknowledge that I don't need eight hours to do things that I can do in maybe two or three. Yeah, for sure. But we're just stretching it out. And that part of that too is the distractions that we have. Like, you know, our phones are our biggest distractions. Yeah. And no wonder it takes us sometimes like an hour to do like the simplest little thing. It's because you're going back in and checking on the socials and all that stuff. No, totally. And I think like right now, especially with the pandemic, like the boundaries between, you know, work and home are so blended. And I think in a lot of ways it's positive and in a lot of ways, you know, it's negative, but I do think we have to be more conscious of those boundaries and you saying, you know, I'm not going to work before 10. That's a great boundary to set and like block that off in your calendar so that people can't book early morning meetings with you. I think that's important. exactly. Yeah. And even just saying, you know, cause I mean, I, yes, I work full time too at the same time and I'm off on Fridays and you know, I make it a point to as much as possible, try and do only kind of like a half day and spend like, you know, a few hours before my boyfriend comes home from him from like his day and I just get to spend some time by myself you know because I need that even for me because I I know and I think that's so important too when you are constantly in the hustle and the grind you are not connected to yourself you're you're totally disregarding what you need and there's no self-awareness there And I think self-awareness is so huge. And sometimes it gets to a point where your body then tells you, listen, you, I'm going to, if you're not going to listen to me and you're not going to slow down and you're not going to take some time to rest, I'm going to force you. Yeah. And you get really sick. I've noticed, I noticed this a few years back and I was like, that's why, that's why people get sick. There's a, there's a section of my newest piece that I write the two moments where I was the busiest and my body forced me to rest. Like I, I was studying for finals and working at the same time and I ended up in the hospital and like right during Christmas, I was like working through Christmas and all this stuff. And I'm like obsessed with Christmas. I've not met an adult that is <laughs> obsessed with Christmas as me. And I was too sick to do Christmas. And that was a lesson a lesson learned Mm. that you gotta you gotta rest and I think before this layoff happened I thought you had to earn rest but I've realized that you are worthy of rest without doing a single thing like you know the saying like the classic saying you are enough like you're worthy of rest without doing a single thing and you don't need permission to rest you don't need permission Yes. I am so glad that you said that. Yeah. I think that was just like an aha moment for me to write. Like, I feel like we we really do feel like we have to earn the time to earn a vacation. Totally. Earn, you know what I mean? And it's like what I've realized, even just from the last three weeks of me taking time and not 
spending my evenings doing anything related to business, I wake up Monday and I'm so refreshed. Yeah. And that was all I needed to say, I am not doing this again. I am not doing business on the weekend. Like that's it. I'm not doing it. And I like, yeah, I advocated for hustle and grind culture for like a lot of years, I guess, since I've been in high school, when I started like entrepreneurial projects, I've been like preaching hustle and grind. And now I'm like, totally advocating for rest. And I think Mm -hmm. as entrepreneurs, we're going to be more successful business owners, humans, sisters, girlfriends, wives, we're going to be more successful if we can promote rest in our organizations, if we can promote rest in our homes. Yeah, I think it's like, it's a long term thing. It doesn't just affect, you know, your like affect you, it affects the people around you. 100%. And I feel like I'm the, in the same boat. I've been advocating this like hustle and ground grind. Like I talk about I say all the time, like one day is not a day of the week. And I'm now looking at how can I flip that because it still applies. We just now can, I can now look at it as rest. It's like one day is not a day of the week for you to say, oh, I'll take my vacation then. I am going to rest then. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And my subtitle of the article is don't wait until tomorrow to choose rest. If you're waiting for the sign to slow down, let this be it. So if you're listening... And you're like, I'll rest tomorrow. Uh-uh, honey. Rest today. Mm-hmm. Listen, a 20-minute power nap goes a long way. <laughs> I am a big advocate. 20-minute power naps. I'm a new woman. Okay? I'm a new woman. I will feel the the, the drain and I'm yes. like, okay, I need 20 minutes. I nap and I'm like energized. Yes. It's like the energizer biting all over again. <laughs> but you can't do more than 20 minutes. Otherwise, you'll just be too tired. Yeah, there's a there's a really good sweet spot. Like if yeah. you take like a two hour nap, forget it. Like you're, it's it's totally. rough. It's, it's rough. rough. But like 20, 30 minutes, you're good. Trust me, I've done. I've tested this. It's proven. I know it. <laughs> I so it. I'm gonna jump over to a couple comments that we received, and even just hearing your thoughts. Um, so one is from Vanessa. So I'm gonna integrate this new little series. Like we're gonna call it uh, community thoughts. Let's just call it that. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so we got Vanessa who's like, don't feel guilty for stepping away for a moment or even a while. It's healthy for you. I think that's perfect. We're here for it. Um, And then Victoria, she said, for me, I've realized it's become a survival mechanism, always coming from scarcity. And this is all about like hustle, the hustle and grind mode. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. I work in I work in food, food rescue and food waste and increasing access. And we talk a lot about scarcity and how it's just it's false. And we need to we need to stop hoarding and being individualistic and really work towards the community good in that sense. But also in this sense, it's like you don't need you. You don't need to earn that rest. There's no shortage of rest in the world. It's not going to run out. No shortage of money. Like it's all going to be there. There's no shortage of like work. Like I think sometimes where there's all that scarcity around that too. Like I I love that perspective on that. Yeah. You can't run out of rest. No, no. I love it. Okay. So we're going to close off. I, this was so good. Like, I think it's so 
powerful for anyone who listens and and watches and listens to this like if anything don't wait until tomorrow to yeah. rest so that yeah. is the the key that's the message here um okay but we're gonna get uh, we're gonna end off with this game so i saw this on red table talk i love watching red table talk with uh, the wilson uh, the smiths yeah um Okay, so I'm going to say a word, and you're going to tell me, like, the first, like, thought that comes to mind. Okay. okay. I this have, is like, very Brene Brown also. Is it? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. we love her too. Anyways, so we're good. Love it. Okay, I've got five words for you, and I tried okay. to tailor them towards our, our, our topic. So okay. first and foremost, success. Balance. Ooh. Hustle. Not good. <laughs> uh, love. Connection. Mm. Failure. Learnings. Mm. And life. Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you for playing with me. Hopefully it was uh, fun and enjoyable. I'm going to bring this in <laughs> on a regular it. basis. Um, first, and again, thank you so much. Like I know we've really connected on this and I feel like these conversations are just so powerful and, you know, we are, we're young and we can't be on this go, go, go mm-hmm. at all. So what are some final words of wisdom for you, for anyone who is tuning in and feels like hustling grind mode is it? What are some words of wisdom? Honestly, just that like everyone is worthy of rest, every single human being and that I hope. I really hope to advocate further and, and, you know, share my thoughts about the power of rest and how it makes us better, you know, people and better daughters and, and better employees and better entrepreneurs when we can take care of ourselves because you can't take care of others and you can't serve others and you can't work for others if you're not taking care of yourself first. Exactly. That's it. That's the mic drop. Thank That's you, it. Emily, once again. <laughs> I appreciate you and uh, and I hope you all enjoyed tuning into this conversation about the hustle and grind and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Lean Into Life and I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what part resonated with you, your thoughts on hustle and grind. Send me a message on Instagram, words by Ashley Ann. I'd love to hear your thoughts and we'll see you next week for another episode.